This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Okay, so we had a lot of positivity there, and now we're going to get into the uh, quarterback controversy, debate, discussion. We'll see where this goes. We are coming off Bailey Zappi's first career NFL start, where he completed 81% of his passes through a touchdown to Jacoby Myers, 129 to nothing. And I think most of the adjectives that were used were cool. Cool, calm, collected, confident. Um, however you wanted to paint it in a positive light, Bailey Zappi answered the call. Yep. That's led some people to use that controversy word. That there is. Ne- I, I think it's ridiculous because you can't possibly know what Bailey Zappi is right now. And I get back to what we talked about in our first segment. Relative expectations. The expectations are different on your third string, fourth round, division two, blah, 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 quarterback, because he is in the spot that Mac Jones was in more than a year ago. And so I I don't use the word controversy. I like what I saw, but the offense. Oh, and oh, by the way, they played the Lions, the worst defense in maybe the history of football as. Oh, oh, and beyond that. That defense lost like six defensive backs over the course of the game, including one sure. that was taken off in an ambulance with his parents having to ride shotgun for the yep. whole damn thing. So, I, I'm I the one thing I'm gonna I'm, let me spin it positive real quick. The one thing that I'll take about this positive is a Mac Jones might feel a little uncomfortable, and I think that's always good. I think Bill Belichick loves competition. And oh, loves he's definitely players. uncomfortable. And the other thing is. Can we put away the stupid videos of Mac Jones on the practice field limping around, looking terrible, and saying, you know, he might practice. I mean, he might play this week. He's making a push and say, Mac, we have a quarterback that right now Can is do the job. capable of leading us. We need you healthy. You are our future. You're our franchise, whatever. We want you to compete on a level playing field. Not, I think, you know, we talked about it last week. Those videos and people are like, yeah, he might play. I thought Belichick should have been fired if he had played Mac Jones last week. And oh, I, I'm 100% with you. I think he, I, Mac Jones should not see the field. Like, it's a high ankle sprain. This is not some, like, little injury. This is a serious injury that needs to be taken care of. Um, and, and I look, I, as much as I want maybe a con- quarterback controversy, I don't think we're quite there yet. But look at you. Look at you but, being mature, big boy. But... When Belichick was given the opportunity to immediately shoot it down on the Greg Hill show on Monday morning, not once did he say Max, our guy. And that oh, I, I shouldn't. But, but I mean, at any other time when he was asked, when Cam Newton was here, Cam's our quarterback. When there was the Tom Brady, when Jimmy G had played one and a half games and people were losing their minds that they had the next coming of Tom Brady, he said, 
Jesus Christ, Tom Brady is our quarterback. Like in all those other situations, Belichick has said this person's our guy. Yeah. And in this situation, when said that was there any chance that Mac jo that you could see a healthy Mac Jones not being the starting quarterback, he said I'm not going to make up hypothetical situations. Right. Mac wasn't active, Bailey played. And he didn't say Mac is our guy. So I'm just saying for the people that are saying that there's a controversy, I understand why there is that seed of doubt as much as I may want to feed into that seed of doubt, because I, I just, I don't think Mac's very good. That's uh, it. We're not quite there yet. I, yeah. I do believe that Belichick not saying anything matters, but I, I, we're still just not quite there yet. See, if I were a, uh, uh, a comic uh, or cartoonist, I would envision yep. Chris Scheim standing over a seed that says quarterback controversy with like miracle grow and water and one of oh, those yeah. lights to make it grow. And In a greenhouse. Starting to like, sprout. Yeah. And yes. Um, so I don't think Bill would ever at this point in this situation say that because as we talked about, like he wants Mac to be uncomfortable and feel like he needs to compete. I will rewind to two weeks ago. When Michael Lombardi, friend of Bill Belichick, said, quote, Mac was going to lose his job. He could be out of the National Football League if he keeps turning the ball over like that. Do I think the two are directly connected? No, no. But, but I never ignore Lombardi because he spent so much time with Bill. And anytime Bill's, Bill's had chances to say, oh, that's just Mike doing a podcast. And he's like, nope, Mike's one of the smartest men I've ever worked with in the National Football League, blah, blah, blah. So... You already had a, a friend of Bill bringing up the idea that Mac could be on thin ice or whatever, and now his replacement has gone back out, has gone out there and succeeded. The one direct thing, because I think Mac is probably uncomfortable, and I think he should be. The one thing I wonder on both sides: Does Mac now say, "Shoot, I should have got that surgery a couple weeks ago"? Yes, he does. To get out there quicker, and then the flip side of that is. Does it alter Bill Belichick's uh, timeline or perspective on Mac's health? Like, does Mac, because I saw Mike Reese say something like, uh, Mac is 50 to 60% in his rehab. Did Bill have, let's just throw an arbitrary number out there. Did Bill have 70%? When he's 70%, he, that's when we're going to maybe give him a shot to get back out there. Does Bill now go, Let's make him let's let's let him get to 80 percent. Let's let's it does it alter. And I know not the medical side, because Bill will yeah. say, well, you know, once the doctors clear him, blah, blah, blah. Then He's it becomes a timeline. Yeah. And for me, the answer is absolutely 100 percent. Yes, I would not yeah. put oh, Mac yeah. in any risk at all. And I'm not scrambling. I've had especially a guy that, if especially if Zappi's not going to turn the football over. Correct. The one interception he had was entirely Nelson Aguilar's fault. He hits Aguilar in the hands, and Aguilar just tosses it to the other team. So, like, if Bailey Zappi continues, if he goes out against the Browns and has another performance where it's like 200 yards and a touchdown and no interceptions, no fumbles, like Belichick's going to be completely fine with that. That's what he wants out of his quarterback right now because he wants to run the football and he wants to play defense. That's how he wants to approach these games. So the the next uh, obvious discussion is because I, I don't really think there's anybody that is legitimately um, embracing or arguing that there's a quarterback controversy right now. I think everybody's like, hmm, maybe a couple weeks. Like even Christian Fourier, he said something like, yeah, if, if Bailey Zappi wins – 
you know, six games, then we'll oh, talk. Stop. And I was like, he may not even get six games. Right. And, and why is six different than five? Like, where is this arbitrary line you draw of what if oh, he just wins three in a row and they're decisive victories and he doesn't turn the ball over and you yep. go, wow, the offense looks better. And it wasn't just the lions. They did the it again. Seems happier and better and more just electric. Okay. Well, on one thing there, I, I don't know if the, I'm allowed to say this or not, or if I'm like a dink, but I think this world revolves around, we all make decisions as to whether we like other people that we have to deal yep. with. Bailey Zappi is more likable than Mac Jones. Oh, it's just I, we, we had this conversation on the morning show. Okay. Literally, even Greg, who is defending Mac to the ends of the earth, said, I understand if this is a uh, a, a decision be based on people liking Zappi more. He's just outright more likable. He okay. has that aw shucks mentality. You see him shoving Joe Judge on the sideline in that Green Bay game, laughing being like out of boys with him and Patricia and just like, and even the linemen and the, everybody loves Zappy. Like it's, it's, I, I understand that. I think partly part of this con quarterback controversy is that it's like, everybody loves Zappy and Mac can be kind of a dink or a tennis yeah. brat as Volan put it. Yeah. Like I, I, I very much believe that that's part of the controversy, but I also believe that in an NFL locker room, those guys are also feeling that a little bit. Yes. But then I'll get back to, I think all they care about is the throws, winning. <laughs> like winning, like, and yeah. he's, he's one and oh, and could have been two and oh, right? Like they could have won that game in green Bay. Yes, they could. And have. so, okay. So we can take that to the next level. The next question in this would be, maybe could be controversy of quarterbacks and offense is, huh? Offense looks really good with Zappy out there. How come they didn't do this when Mac was out there and run the ball and go play action and do all the, and I was like, okay, some of that is legitimate, but some of it is not. And, and I'll say it for two reasons. First of all, I think Mac would have kicked the lion's ass too. Cause I think the yeah. lions. Suck. Oh yeah. I think they, they think Belich, Bel the, whether it was bill or whether it was Steven and Gerard, that defense was not going to allow Jared Goff to do anything in that game. Oh. That's because they don't respect Jared Goff. I don't know if you yeah. noticed. Bill never mentioned Jared Goff pregame on the Wednesday. No, he he only need waited till postgame and said, oh, yeah, they got a good quarterback because he doesn't respect him. He no. knows he can turn him into a puddle of goo. He's done yeah, it in a okay. Super Bowl. He's done it on his field. He knows yeah. it can happen. Jared Goff has like a career passer rating of like 50 against Bill Belichick. And, and that's probably a little high. Um because he stinks. Like, I'm sorry. I have no, and I can't believe I picked the effing lions. I'm so mad at myself that I picked Jared Goff to come to Foxborough and I don't <laughs> care who it is. If he had played you, I would never pick Jared Goff again until the day I die. Um, but the, the other thing is, and this is my theme, apparently for this edition of the six rings <laughs> podcast is relative expectations. Bailey Zappi. All he has to do is what he did on Sunday. Win. Find a way. Let the defense dominate. Let the running game dominate. Don't F it up. Don't throw turnovers. All of that. Year two, Mac Jones, I think it's quite clear they were trying to take the offense to another level, to a playmaking passing level, throwing the ball down the field. They were trying to build an offense, in my opinion, that could chase the Buffalo Bills, that could chase the Miami Dolphins, that could do what they think they need to do to keep up. And a byproduct of that early on was interceptions, plays down the field. But this wasn't this wasn't just a this year thing, though. I think is what where where I'm drawing my issues is that Mac Jones has been bad over the last eight games, not yep. just 
not just in the three games he played, dating back to the bye week last season, the only teams he's beaten are the Jacksonville Jaguars last year, who were the might quite possibly the worst team in NFL history, thanks to Urban Meyer. And this year, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who, if you haven't noticed now, might be one of the bottom four teams in all of football. Yes. Uh, alongside the Lions. I feel so, like Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season record. That's going to be, be jeopardy. Over. Yeah, that's dosed. He's done. Um, but like those are his only wins. And he's looked bad in a lot of those games since the bye week. And he's only throw, he's thrown 10 touchdowns to 12 interceptions. Like, I, I understand that, yes, they were trying to more so test the limits of Mac Jones's uh, downfield ability. Uh, in the first couple games. I, I understand that. I recognize that. But at the same time, it wasn't, this hasn't been a problem just for three games. Like this is a problem dating back to the second half of last season. And I, I think that that also matters. I think Mac Jones isn't quite the decision maker that people make him out to be or believe that he is and needs to approach and they need to approach it more like what they did in that five game or what is a six game winning streak last season uh, where they're beating up on a banged up Titans team, they're beating the Panthers and the chargers and the jets and the Texans and all that stuff. Uh, you need to approach it like that where it's okay. We run the football, we play defense, we don't turn it over. And they need, they need to do that because Mac Jones is not built to go toe to toe with Josh Allen. It's just not going to happen. Well, I actually agree with virtually all of that. The, Neither is Bailey Zappi. Like that's no, the I, but I'm not, I'm not saying Bailey Zappi is. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying in this comparison where some people are ready sure. to kick Mac to the curb for Bailey Zappi. I think like we even had a post game um, caller bring up the idea of like a rotation or would you? No, and that's I'm like, dumb. that's stupid. Plus, you don't why? Do that in the NFL. Like they're the same guy. They're yeah, undersized, they're the weak same armed person. pocket passers. Like, well, I think I think Zappy has. It's weird. So it's like I think Mac is a little bit better in smaller spaces, right? Like when it's when it's within five to ten yards of the line of scrimmage, Mac seems quicker. But when it comes to attacking the ball, at least a little bit farther downfield, and I'm not talking like the deep zone, like the 25, 30 plus. I'm talking in that ten to twenty range. Mm -hmm. Zappy has a little more zap or zip on the ball. Like it's more, he, he can get more of a line drive in there than Mac Jones can. I'm not like sold Mac, on that. When Mac Jones has to, when Mac Jones tries to oomph a pass in, he looks like that Eli Manning meme of just, he has to put everything he has into it. And I, I don't necessarily see that with Zappy. I never have seen that with Zappy, but like, again, they're minute differences. As you said, they're basically the same guy. And, and maybe neither is good enough. That's no, like, I don't think I outcomes to this. Even if there is a controversy, one of the outcomes, I have this belief. I have this belief that if you ever wonder who your quarterback is, have a quarterback, have it means it's inherently bad for your team. You don't yes. have one. Like, there's right, never Andy, a controversy if you have a good quarterback. It's not controversial in any way. Everybody knows. It's my theory about like, youth sports and you get these kids that try to tell everybody how good they are. And I always tell all my kids in all my sports, anybody can watch the game, baseball, flag, football, basketball for about a half hour and go, Oh, that's the best kid on the court right there. Like you don't need to tell people when it isn't, that means you're all probably Jags and not very good. Like, like the cream rises to the crop. So if you, if the Patriots have a quarterback controversy at any point here, it's bad news. And you know why? Cause you remember the last time they had basically a quarterback controversy. I don't really, I know blood. So Brady was one, but it was like, 
the the early 90s when it was like the backup quarterback was more popular because the starting quarterback sucked. You didn't have a quarterback. Yeah. You were losing games. We have been above this for 20 years because we've never felt this. People don't Tom understand. Brady. Like there's no question who your quarterback but, is. But this is this was also one of my biggest reasons for hating on the pick of selecting Mac Jones is because I'm like you can find this guy elsewhere. You can find this guy in the third and fourth round. And so like that was I think for me one of my biggest it's it's almost the same exact thing with the Cole Strange pick. It's like great. Cole Strange is a good guard. He's a really good guard. But like taking him in the first round is that's not what you do. You're supposed to swing for the fence in the first round of the NFL draft. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to try and take a guy that's awesome athletically, has all the traits you could possibly want, and might just need a little fine-tuning. You take the guys who are safe later, and that was always one of my biggest issues. So let's have a fun uh, wrap-up to this uh, quarterback controversy. We didn't even, by the way, make any puns yet with Zappy. We didn't say Zappy nope. hours. We've been really Zappy adult about this. i got to say yeah. Um, I'm, I'm surprised and, and kind of impressed, quite honestly. This is very, uh, very atypical for you and I, I would say. I would say so. Quick, two, two predictions. Okay. How many games does Bailey Zappi start for the Patriots this year? He has okay. one under his belt. Yep. They have played five games. There's 12 more left. How many games does Bailey Zappi start this year? Uh, Bailey Zappi starts one, two, three, four. Jiminy. Five first. games. I'll take the under. Um, I, I I'm going to say his last start. I'm going to say his last start is uh, November 6th against the Colts. So all of those games will be in sequence. He won't yep. leave, come back. There'll be no, nope. it'll be a span. Okay. I, I will take the under on that. I think he's only going to start two games, quite honestly. I think he's going to start in Cleveland. And then I think there's a chance in Chicago. We end up with Mac Jones. Then we're at home. I'm not Chicago, so sure. Way, not in Chicago. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's actually interesting. Um, then I don't know what happens after that because if if Mac Jones is back then, I don't rule out that he could re-injure or like – I'm not sure he's going to be 100% physically healthy, but I do think he's going to push to get back out there because there is a uh, there is a threat to his confidence, his livelihood, his job in Bailey Zappi. Now, my other question, mm -hmm. who starts more games for the New England Patriots in their career? I'm going to go with Mac Jones. Okay. I, I just um, want to test you there a little bit. See how far me, I'm the I want to say Bailey Zappi because I, the other thought that has crossed my mind, and I've I, I've kind of dabbled with this a little bit on the Greg Hill show, but I haven't quite dove in fully, uh, is one of the things we know about Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick is he loves to get value off draft picks, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons that he drafted Bailey Zappi in the first place, because he loves to take those third, fourth, fifth round quarterbacks and then turn them around for second, third, fourth round picks later. He'll um, face one on Sunday in Cleveland. Bingo. So with that in mind, it almost feels like to me that there is the small, very small chance that at the end of the season, Belichick looks at it and he goes, I basically have the same guy. One was a first round pick and the other's a fourth round pick. And he tries to deal Mac Jones. And the Raiders just so happen to have an out from Derek Carr at the end of the year. And Josh McDaniels happens to really like Mac Jones. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to happen. But am I saying, would, would I be surprised if it did? No. Can I throw another one out there? Please. 49ers. They supposedly thought about taking Mac Jones number three overall. Yep. They need a quarterback for the long term, potentially, because the Trey Lance thing just really not going down a road that looks productive. 
tough. Uh, I think that's another opportunity maybe you could have to trade Mac Jones. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're just throwing things out there. Six rings and football things. It's what we do. We take all questions. We give all answers. We look at all angles of the topic. And I thought we had, as you just said, a very adult, professional discussion of a... Productive discussion, Andy. Do you call it the seeds of a quarterback controversy? They're not growing yet. They're not sprouting. the yes exactly the seeds i would say the seeds because they're in the ground and they're getting watered but they haven't quite sprouted anything yet and And they may not if you if you buy a bag of grass seed it tells you the germination rate not all Mm -hmm. seeds actually grow into grass we're not sure if this this qb controversy will ever germinate if andy andy hart the turfologist damn rights although you wouldn't know by looking at my lawn it's uh, not all that impressive, but this has been another impressive segment of six rings and football things where we have broken down the budding quarterback controversy as the Patriots still bask in the glory of the beat down 29, nothing of the Detroit lions. Follow us on Twitter at six rings pod, email us six rings pod at gmail.com. And as always subscribe rate and download the odyssey app to get us each and every episode.